I offered this movie to Corey first because he lives in Korea for two years, and I mm-hmm. think he'd have a a defter understanding of like the political <laughs> satire. But instead, you're asking. You're asking but for I had, our American perspective. Instead. Yeah, I, I had to move him on to something that I described as super fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> um, so stay tuned for that. That's a tease. It's still South Korean, so we're getting two K horrors. Okay. But this one I don't consider to be all that scary, which I thought was good for this group. Not yeah, to, not to point your fingers. I'm a huge wimp. <laughs> I'll say that on my not uh, and uh, on the second playthrough, I was like, oh, there are no uh, jump scares. No. There was two that didn't get me. Like I, I wouldn't call them. Maybe they're not traditional jump scares, but they were definitely abrupt actions with. Is it the two uh, like randos? Yeah. That. Oh yeah, they kind of get ganked. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's the one ganked. where they're in like the sewer hole. And the monster's like right there, and they don't know that until they yeah. turn around. That one's kind of a little jarring as well. Sure. Well, that's it. The IMDb is funny because it's like there are several jump scares in this movie, and I'm like, are the jump scares in the room with yeah, us right got, now? Like, yeah, yeah, we got like an hour into it, and we're like, huh. It seems like I've been over. I've like, been not over even the reveal of the monster was a jump scare. Yeah, I really hate jump scares. They pull me out of movies, yeah. they make me not want to look at screens. So I don't typically like watching movies with them, especially foreign films that I need to read dialogue for. <laughs> Yeah, you're sucked into the dialogues. So you're even less prepared mm. for the for the uh, the cat to jump across the screen or whatever. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, this isn't that kind of movie. It's uh, it's got more laughs probably than jump scares. But um, like a lot of Bong Joon Ho movies, a big big melting pot of genre. Um, and he's probably the best at melding all these different genres. But before we get to that, we should intro the podcast, which I don't know <laughs> how to start yet. So it'll either be something like kind of just getting into the analysis, which is new for us. <laughs> Or something along the lines of Welcome to Late the Movies. My name is Ben Holton. This is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Each week we'll pick a film that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. This week, kicking off a whole new month. It's October. You probably guessed we're doing horror movies this month. This time, trying to think of like an actual maybe connecting theme for everything. All non-English horror movies. Spooky subtitles month. I came up with that first and didn't think of anything better. <laughs> Maybe ever. So uh, so that's it. Definitely doing a couple that you've heard of probably this month. But we're starting off with, at the very least, a director you've probably heard of. Bong Joon-ho's The Host. His 2006 film. Um, Yeah. Excited to talk about it. Here with us today, left or right across your podcast dial. Guest this week, we got Sam. Hey. We got Bree. Hello. We got Vaz. I'm going to tear you limb from limb, Ben. <laughs> I didn't kill your child. Oh, we, oh good. <laughs> then I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> or sorry, I'm not an animal that killed a human. That was the part where, like, like we should tear a limb from limb. Yeah. Then the part about it being your child is you won't find peace until you pull it from its uh, stomach yourself and kill it with your yes. own hands. Which was foreshadowing, because Song Kang-ho had to do that later. Anyway, uh, before we get to all that, uh, you guys seen anything good recently? Oh, crap. I didn't think about that. I can go while yeah, you, Okay. Yeah, you go while I try to remember right. anything I did that wasn't a CPA exam in the last case. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, my last thing was just going to be a transition for Ben, but I guess uh, that... <laughs> no, nah, you that can still be... transition for Ben. All right, all right. Um, so uh, yesterday I saw The Creator, the uh, Gareth Edwards uh, new movie. He's the guy who directed uh, Rogue One. His stars is John David Washington. I thought the movie was bad. <laughs> uh, 
It looks not interesting. It looked. I thought it was like a straight to Apple TV looking movie. It definitely looks like. I that was way. surprised it's in theaters. Uh, though it's gonna probably go to Hulu. It's a Fox movie. Uh, okay. Um, and it's just kind of boring. Um, pretty much everything it says, someone else has said it more interesting before. Um, screenplay is not particularly great. Uh, Allison Janney's in it, so that's nice. Um, yeah. And that's it. I really don't have much else to say. So it kind of looks nice. Uh, we were talking about monster movies before. Gareth Edwards is a monster or has made a monster movie? Ooh, what am I thinking uh, of? What am I thinking of? He's done something. Did he do Godzilla? And then did he do... What did he do? Yeah, he did Rogue One. I brought that up. He did both the 2014 Godzilla and a 2010 movie called Monsters. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> which I've never heard of, but funny that this is how it worked out. I like that 2014 Godzilla. It's cool when they're parachuting into San Francisco at the end. Uh, I don't remember that part. Uh, I also wow. don't remember liking the movie because <laughs> Brian Cranston like died it. pretty early on. And I was like, oh, man, kick ass. You're not doing it for me. Yeah. There's um, there's a weird thing with that movie where it came out 2014. So that's right around Age of Ultron where um, Elizabeth Olsen and Aaron Taylor Johnson are brother and sister. Yep. And then they're like married in Godzilla 2014. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. weird. Yeah. So weird. Elizabeth Olsen's barely in Godzilla 2, right? Uh, she's not even in Godzilla 2, but she's in... <laughs> gotcha. You got to leave. Yep. Uh, no, yeah, she's not in it a ton. She's like the wife who's at home and worried about Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think she's also a nurse. Yeah, so she's so she's like in a hospital that Godzilla sits on or something. Yeah. Uh, but Godzilla's the good guy in that one because there's weird bugs that are trying to mate in San Francisco. I mean, what, and Godzilla, what's it's a more race beautiful against, city? It's like a jet-setting race against time to get to San Francisco before these bugs. <laughs> and Godzilla gets there just in time. And then there's a Chiron on the news that says Godzilla friend or foe. <laughs> You know, for a little while, he was in contention for uh, cock blockers. Oh, uh, but yeah. then, uh, you know, John Cena got in. Ugh. Yeah. Almost. Would have been nice. Uh, he would have just kind of overpowered that this the star uh, powers. Too I, I mean, I, I understand why Godzilla typecast, but yeah. I do want to see him do more work. Uh, also, he couldn't pull off the butt chugging scene. You don't think so? No. <laughs> no. All right. It wouldn't have been as impressive. He would have just absorbed it into like his nuclear blast stomach. Or and then just that. Yeah. It seems like we know a lot more about Godzilla 2014 than the other guests. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about There's was this great scene oh. at the airport in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, the second thing I watched. It's going to go into Ben's thing. I'll wait for Ben. Okay. Um, Bree, do you have anything? Oh, I thought all of right. one thing. Then I'll bring, uh, I won't talk about it. You talk about it. I don't know if I've seen anything. I've just been playing a lot of video games. Hmm. Yeah, I was gone back into video games. I was going to talk about Winning Time. Oh, okay. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> winning Time got canceled, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> yeah, that was everyone's favorite bad show. Right? Everybody's favorite bad show. So, uh, for those, uh, for this is Are, definitely getting by, in. By, so. by any chance, is the headlines losing time? Oh, I hope not, because 
uh, for I don't know if this will get in, but I'm gonna I'm gonna rant about it anyway because I'm 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 miffed. So first off, uh, if you haven't seen Winning Time, it's a show about uh, the Lakers dynasty of the '80s, mostly with their rivalry with the Celtics. Uh, this is a show that's done by Adam McKay, who's done a million things, but most prominently, I would say like uh, head writer of SNL, Anchorman, other guys. He also started doing like Big Short. He did Don't Look Up last year, which wasn't great. Um, and uh, he's predominantly known for his partnership and friendship with Will Ferrell. Well, Will Ferrell wanted to be the lead of this show, and Adam McKay gave it to John C. Riley without talking to Will Ferrell about it. So now they're literally not in speaking terms anymore because of this show. And then I sat there and thought, damn, one of my favorite directors, um, not don't look up aside, uh, is making a show about basketball. This sounds like fun. Uh, and then it got canceled, which is really sad because even though it wasn't a good show, I was entertained as hell by it. Rip winning time. Rip. Um, Rip. Yeah, that's that's like a funny story on like a lot of levels because I think like Adam McKay's kind of, I haven't liked a lot of his stuff recently. No, he's been worse. Um, than worse what was before Don't Look Up? Uh, big. Sh- he probably, I think he had something between, oh, he had uh, that Dick Cheney oh, movie. Vice. 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 Yeah. Vice was that's fine. What I thought was fine. Big Short was really good. Big Short might literally yeah. be my favorite movie of all time. Vice was fine. It don't look up was bad. Yeah, I, I did. I did actually watch something. If you still wanted to, do yeah. If, if it's the thing I think you're talking about, sure, I'm excited to find out what you think I watched. Uh, was it ta- uh, stop making sense? No, I haven't gone yet. Oh damn! Did you did you see it yet? <laughs> yeah, 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 I did. Yeah, did you have fun? Oh, a lot. It's a great movie. movie's awesome. It, it's it rules. It's so much yeah, fun. It rocks. They, and like everyone's having fun. Yeah, legit's They're only playing like, at 10 p.m. around here. So. Uh, sometimes 11 a.m. Really? Yeah, there were 11 a.m. showings. It was because because Barbie was in IMAX, and then and I saw I went to see Barbie in IMAX. I thought you were going to see it after Barbie. How was Barbie in IMAX? Uh, it was good. They actually did change the aspect, which I wasn't Ooh, expecting. I thought it would just still be the same, but just on a, an IMAX screen. But no, they did. So I'm assuming they either cut it to be more square-ish or there was a taller version of all the shots that they put in, which seems harder to recut the whole movie. So, hmm. uh, But it was good. It was a uh, pretty good crowd. How was the uh, the extra bit? Extra bit at the end was just some behind the scenes and blooper stuff. So it was good. Or like alts because Kate McKinnon's in this movie. And if you've seen any of the alts from Ghostbusters 2016, you know she's a lot of it. Um <laughs> And uh, also, Brian Gosling had a lot of alts, and those were funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so, shots fired at Kate McKinnon. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She's got her thing. She does. She does. Mileage may vary. It worked a lot better in sketch comedy, I think, than it yeah. does in movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my transition was going to be. Um, there's a lot of things funny. Both, not only do I think Adam McKay's kind of lost his fastball, now he's just getting shows canceled, I yep. guess. Um, but except for, you know, Succession, which he stopped being involved with yep. immediately and that <laughs> went places. Um, also, Will Ferrell's a substantially worse actor than John C. Riley. Yes. Yes. Like, not, way worse. Not to mention, like, this is going to sound weird, but, like, John C. Riley kind of looks like Jerry Buss. That too. <laughs> and Will Ferrell doesn't look like Jerry Buss at all. No. Uh, and my transition is seeing Barbie for a second time has only crystallized my view that Will Ferrell isn't funny. It's terrible <laughs> in that movie. And you can lift all of the Mattel stuff right out and it's 15 minutes shorter and an easy five stars for me. Right now it's still four and a half. I, f- I 
feel like he at least his character made me laugh at least once in that movie, but I can't remember what it was. I I enjoyed him in it. He's definitely not like the bright spot of that no. movie. Um, watching it for a second time and knowing where it's going, your body aches to get back to anyone besides Will Ferrell when it's on Will Ferrell. Ryan Gosling is so much funnier. That <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I like when he's on the when they're on the bikes. I think I, they have a good line in there. But I like when he's twenty to- seconds long. <laughs> <laughs> I like when they're trying to find Barbie uh, in I Santa Monica guess. Beach. I kind of agree, though. You probably could just I do with it. How long is that movie? Right it's an hour 55. I feel like you could do without the the ending. Like No, ex- that still needs to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it does end five times. The, as I said, the Rhea Perlman in the sky part. Like, I don't, like, that, that's, no, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. The Mattel that's stuff. Oh, Lift true. the okay, Mattel yeah, stuff yeah. right out. Yep. You don't need Rhea Perlman there for Margot Robbie to have the same scene. Yep. Maybe just talk out loud. I don't know. Write it differently. <laughs> that feels like. And just have her become a real girl at the end somehow more magically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Bong. 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 <laughs> uh, we've been recording for 20 minutes. That's our, that's our NBC, like, yeah. Yeah. moving on to. So we'll, we'll see, because we're, we're always talking about the movie within the first 10 minutes of the recording, of, like, the, what makes it to air, so to speak. So, um, I've seen this movie before. I watched it for the first time in the year 2020 which was around the same time that every movie I watched thought was also about 2020, regardless of when it came out. I was kind of getting in my own head about it. But this one, definitely, there's a lot of comparisons. We'll get to that, though. How about y'all? Um, well, I saw this movie for the first time in 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think it was back in the uh, time of uh, September 4th. And then also I saw it like uh, two days ago. So uh, we saw it last night <laughs> <laughs> together as a couple. First time yes. for both of you? Yes. yes. Mm. Nice. All right. Who wants to give us a woman plot summary? <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> Start the clock. The year of our Lord 2006 occurs uh, after actually a bunch of other stuff happens before that in this movie, but we're not going to talk about that. Uh, And there's formaldehyde in the water and there's a large fish that's just kind of monster thing that's kind of hanging from uh, a bridge. And there's a guy who's very bad at his job and perhaps developmentally disabled uh, that uh, has been disappointing his father running a stand. And he has two siblings who are the two most successful people of all time, a world-class archer and a college graduate. (laughs) And uh, together, um, they try to overcome this monster eating uh, the bumbling guy's daughter. Uh, and transporting her somewhere. And then they're like, government gets involved and like, oh no, everyone's gotta die, I guess. And then the on like 2000 like era cell phones, uh, he gets a call and it's his daughter and she's like, I'm still alive. And then a lot of monster stuff happens. And then uh, there's a thing called Agent Yellow and that's out there. And then um, the girl dies and then there's another kid who comes involved at some point. He's fine. And... Uh, yeah, um, the monster dies and movie, and, and it's it's basically parasite with a mo- with a with a large monster. Uh, I think that's everyone's gonna say that. Done. <laughs> so this movie came out in two thousand six. Oh. There's like two American characters, kind of like there's other people you see on the news or whatever, but there's really like two American characters with like you know they get lines and a couple scenes. There's or three. 
Who's the third one? Which one are you not thinking of? Are you uh, thinking of the new? Th- oh wait, yep. There's, uh, there's, there's uh, this. Doctor. There's the guy no, no, that no, has no. like the Korean girlfriend. Oh, uh, there, the t- there is, yeah, there is Sergeant is. Donald Heroson. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah, of him, and I'm thinking of the doctor from the beginning. And there's kind a doctor of the at the end with no, the lazy eye. That's like it's all a ruse. There's the same doctor. No, there's different doctors. It's different doctors. They're different doctors. One looks like Tim Robinson. The other guy is the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah. All right, whatever. They're both wearing a lot of like hazmat shit. You can't tell actors in this movie apart. Just the white people. <laughs> um, anyway, so um, apparently in 2000 in South Korea, that's a real thing that happened. Yes. The American military ordered a South Korean uh, lab assistant to pour a bunch of formaldehyde uh, down the drain or directly into the Han River or yeah. something. At the Han River's in Seoul. A lot of the movie revolves in a very literal sense around <laughs> the Han River yep. and its many bridges um, and nearby sewers. Yep. <laughs> Uh, did you pick up on <laughs> the Sergeant Donald? So there's an American guy named Donald who rushes in with no expertise in the situation, immediately makes everything worse. Yep. <laughs> and, then the gov- and then the government lies about his involvement and tries to portray him as a hero, yeah. even though he did nothing. I did notice that. <laughs> 2006. <laughs> what the hell was going on? <laughs> All these protests and misinformation about infectious diseases. What's going on? I don't, I don't, I mean, he couldn't possibly be talking about the accomplishment of the Iraq war. I mean, we won that war. There was a whole press conference about it. It was accomplished. We did it. That Saddam statue got knocked down. Yeah. I think that was the whole goal, right? We just went in, knocked down a statue. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they then, know. They know yeah. the deal. And then democracy took place. Yeah. And, then, and then it's they, a great country to this day, Iraq. Yeah. Everyone knows how great Iraq is now because we went in there and, and fixed never it. forget. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. Because that was involved. Yes. That, that yeah. was directly involved. Those are together. <laughs> Those things and like, happened yes. because of the same thing. And completely unrelated to the American military, what's Agent Yellow a reference to? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, uh, I can't uh, think of there's, anything. There's, there's a nice like, I know, it's, I'm, I'm, like, for some reason, I'm thinking of uh, some country somewhere that uh, in some war we won, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. Another yeah. war. Well, we never yeah. lost a war, so <laughs> no, it's so No, no, we're per record. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a 1980s punk band that's called Agent Orange, so yeah, it might have been a joke okay. about that. Because <laughs> gotcha. Bong is a big fan of like 80s punk bands. Yeah. That is known. I think they're 80s. There's an R.E.M. song called Orange Crush that might be Ooh, related. That yeah. That's, yeah. that's my favorite song from that year. Yeah. It's also yeah. a soda. It is. And that's always in all his movies in yeah. the background. Yeah, yeah you always see a bottle of Orange Crush. Agent Orange actually started in 79. 79. How about that? Yeah. Mm. The band, obviously. Oh, yeah. Not obviously. Anything else. Because yeah, yeah. there's nothing that's else. The where it first, that's where it came that's from. That's the first time anyone ever said Agent Orange. Yeah. United States has never done anything wrong. Yeah. And yeah, on that yeah, note, yeah. gut reaction. What did you guys think of The Host by Bong Joon-ho? Uh, I, I really liked it because it made fun of America for being so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I also really liked it. Um, I liked it subverted a lot of what I thought it would be for a monster movie. Um. Because I, I don't like cheap jump scares. I like when jump scares are done well. But the fact that there wasn't a single jump scare in it, I thought was um, including like the reveal not being a jump scare really uh, was fun. It was just a, it was a fun monster movie. <laughs> it is. It is fun. Yeah. Um, bad shit happens to, to innocent people. But it's but like there's such whiplash show. with like what is yeah. funny and like the gruesome yeah. stuff. Like for sure. 
Um, it's like, a fun watch, but literally, I don't have a ton of notes. But one of them is my favorite thing to talk about with this movie is the subversions to yeah. monster movie genre that it does. I think you had a point before we get uh, into yeah, it. Just really like the first big scene, and we can just talk. About just it. one of like the like I guess funny bits in it <laughs> that Kim's had like a very unopportune time is when uh, Song is like trying to explain to the cop like no my daughter called me look this is my daughter my cell phone and then he puts it in his <laughs> and he spits it out into a trash can he's like this is a sewer and the cop's like uh no she couldn't have called you that was a dream <laughs> I'll, I'm, good shit. I'm also realizing now that my bit for the opening definitely should have been just being like Billy J monster was having a great day on the bridge <laughs> when all of a sudden like yeah. somebody started throwing food at him. <laughs> he, ha- too- he hates littering. It's and too set late him now. Off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's just such a, I don't know. So I already mentioned bong always gets credit for being this like master genre blender, but also subverting also. Um, so for monster movies, subversions, tonal shifts in his movies are nuts too. Yeah, like I feel, I feel like ever. I've only seen two. I've only seen Parasite, and I've only yeah. seen uh, this one. But yeah, just like both of them are just like everything's really funny, and then someone just gets killed, and it's like, oh cool, yeah. I guess we're doing a little that. I mean, Memories of Murder is like one of the bleakest movies ever made, and also is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they love doing jump kicks in that movie. <laughs> they do love doing jump kicks. They do. There's a jump kick in this movie. Yeah, yeah. and it's done really well. It's low. Too. Yeah, exactly. It was like all. The floor. It was great. We both like popped for like one. <laughs> so, yeah. pulled that one out. so just thinking like time period wise, this versus say Cloverfield. So the first big scene in the movie. Some other stuff happens. It's like the background, but then you're at uh you're on the uh side of the river and you're at the food stand and they're bringing people food, whatever. Um, and everyone's just looking over at the monster and shows yep. you the monster. It's full daylight, you see the whole monster. <laughs> yep. Not just a piece of it, you see the whole uh-huh. thing. <laughs> And it jumps in the water and people are like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> yeah. They start throwing shit into the water at it. Um, and then um, a lot of times when we talk about on this podcast, like what I think are perfect action movie sequences, I'll reference Jurassic Park and the T-Rex attack. Yep. Um, this sequence takes a lot from that sequence. <laughs> yep. Uh, it takes a lot from Spielberg in general. A lot of people in this movie looking at things and you like mm-hmm. are kind of zooming in on their face, mm-hmm. seeing something happen. And this has like a great one on song, song King Ho's face when he looks and then it changes and you just see the monster just full body shot. Yeah. Of yeah. Away, just running down the side of the river, knocking people over. Yep. That first guy that really just gets whipped. Too. Yep. We, we rewatched that scene like five so times in a row. Times. So I was trying to figure out if they actually launched somebody into the water, if that was yes. CGI or not. Uh, for 2006, for extremely small budget, CGI doesn't really bother me in this movie. Like, they, you know, no. it's CGI. They make the grain on the film so, like, yeah. grainy, for lack of a better... Like, I know the grain is grainy, um, but... Uh, yeah. They make it grainy to match the graininess it, of the CGI that works. blends it pretty yeah. well. The grit, it's almost like, you know, like, rubbing, like, dirt on it. Like, it just kind of makes everything look similar. So, yeah, you can tell it's, like, 2000 CGI. It has a very 2000 CGI feel to it. But, yeah, I agree with you. It doesn't feel like you're like, oh, God, this CGI again. Like yeah. And everything's dirty enough, too, where, like, yeah. it, it kind of just blends in with it decently enough. Yep. Yeah. Um, and just this whole sequence is like one of my favorite sequences in any movie ever. <laughs> this opening attack on the riverbanks. Uh, the whole thing, just all, all the pieces of it. It's all good. I don't know. 
Yeah, no one really dies in the immediate thing either. Like, I mean, the guy who gets I whipped mean, maybe does. I say, those people in that diner slash storage So crate, that thing, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where shit starts getting real. Like, yeah. I think up until that point, he's for just the most running. part, that girl that's yeah, he's got not, the headphones the music, in, she's, she's, probably, she's probably, probably the first death. Because, like, I kept playing it just trying, trying to be like, does anybody die in this intro like i knew people were gonna die in this movie it was more just yeah. like a it's kind of crazy how it doesn't like usually when you have a monster pop out it like immediately kills somebody so then everyone's like oh shit and i feel like no one dies for like the first minute maybe just kind of chaos yeah. Yeah. yeah that like what dolly shot of it just like yeah. running oh, and whips the guy and then like more destruction actually starts happening the first death is actually at the bridge the suicide oh true <laughs> more on till the end yep <laughs> what so this is probably stupid because i hadn't even thought about that what what is the what is the tie-in between the the guy jumping off the cliff or, or the thing it's, it's just like the fisherman that's just people seeing stuff in the han river like over time leading up to this yeah gotcha. and he was uh he, i assume that was the like the day before um, like the attack on yeah. the the, uh, yeah. the waterfront. That's also 2006. I think. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah, was like 2003 film, or like, something. Literally, they're show like the film cameras are like showing them taking that body from. Yeah, the yeah. Water, they, like, they see, the, and then they change the news to the uh, argument. Yeah, and on the news it says um, that they only found half of his body. Yep. So. <laughs> I had just forgotten about that until now because I was like, they never really came back to it. And I was like, that guy was the key scientist that, you know, like, did yeah. a thing. Great foreshadowing, no. too, when he's like, like, you can see something moving in the water. Mm. What was that? I assume, like, that guy was, like, just some businessman who, um, yeah, I think it's just like, like a, a bunch a, of money. A thing. Yeah. Like, he was going to commit suicide. And then right before he committed suicide, he yeah. was like, oh, shit, look at this. Shit in yeah. the water, man. I don't know. I'm still jumping, but just kind of <laughs> cool. <laughs> I know, like, culturally, salaryman suicide is a big thing in Japan. Yes. Mm. Uh, the Pixies have a song about it. So. And um, there's, I mean, the whole parasite is about, like, debt collectors thing, so. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this sequence is wonderful. So, after that, he, Sankeiko's, you know, kind of involved, weirdly, as gets, like, elected by the mob to go over and try and open <laughs> those doors. Yep. Him and Sergeant Donald's. <laughs> try and get it open. There's that great shot that pans down on the faces and the hands trying to get out mm-hmm. to the yep. blood dripping onto the ground. Yep. Um, and uh, it just kind of busts open. People fall out. They pick up that like uh, road sign. Yep. Try to attack it. Great shot with him like running with the road sign, but and they only on show it. The, yeah, they only yep. show it from like in between the trucks, so you can only just see the top of it, kind of like yeah. <laughs> bumbling back and forth. Uh, and that's how he gets blood on his face. Yep. Um. And uh, the the big dude that gets eaten here is in the background of so many shots throughout the rest of the movie. And I'm wondering <laughs> if they use like, because he doesn't have any lines, so it's not like yeah. they have to pay him a ton. No. Um, but he's in the background of like every shot in the sewer <laughs> just about. <laughs> and he's dead within the first, you know, attack. Yeah. <laughs> but he just goes with them to the sewer. Do you think there's a chance that they just made like a... Like, I'm not trying to be rude to this man, but they just made like a beanbag or something and just threw his clothes on it. And that was. Yeah, I was, I was thinking they might have just made a dummy because yeah. he has to move and it's not like he's in focus. No. Um, I'm assuming that's probably what they did. Like, he's kind of just there. And I think sometimes bodies are just on top of him. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Might have also just been like a. He might have been like a gaffer or something. That's yeah. Just like, oh, just yeah. Go just lay, lay down. down I have there. a free week. I can just lie on yeah. the floor. <laughs> those yeah. scenes, like, I mean, there's a lot of those scenes, but there's not a ton of those scenes. Like. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to kind of wrap up that part, um, his daughter, uh, Sankeiko's daughter, 
uh, who's Sanki goes uh, Gang Gangdu, I believe is his character. <laughs> I had it up. I'm on yeah. Agent Orange now. As far his as daughter is Yunzio, and uh, you're on Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah, so she comes out after seeing her aunt like t- take too long in the competition, costing herself the archery championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, her the clock runs out before she gets the shot off because she just waits too long. And uh, she she leaves and no, kind of looks around, uh, coming out of like the caravan, not knowing, knowing that what was going on outside. And there's the oh man, what great great bit where he grabs her hand and they start running. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they fall down. Then he like grabs a hand, starts running yep. again, and realizes it's not her. And just and it's <laughs> like the slow movement of all of that too was like yes. Yeah. The, face the sound the doesn't come team. back in until it jumps yep. back in with the daughter. Either. The face the other dad makes, like there's literally like a monster about to eat everybody, and that dad still throws like shade to them. They're like, what are what you, are you doing? doing? This is my daughter. <laughs> we both oh, yeah. You should have known. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's just like you know, true like worst nightmare for parents. Stuff makes me think about the beginning of Heavy Rain every time. <laughs> Jason, Jason, Jason. Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, then the sound is sort of all like kind of almost all the way goes out as if uh, Laura Dern's just flown a spaceship through a spaceship. <laughs> and uh, There's the shot of Yunso looking at Zonkenko while the monsters come in and grabs her yep. in the tentacles. She gets yanked and then. The, the cover shot of most posters or DVDs you see in the movie is her getting yanked while the thing jumps into the water. Yep. Uh, and then swims off with her. Great stuff. Yeah, that's really the oh, most I mean, monster action, like sustained movie. monster action <laughs> for the movie. And it's within the first 20 minutes, pretty much. And also they, a subversion. <laughs> and they also show the monster like regurgitating one guy and like switching. So you can tell like, oh, it's weird. Doesn't seem like. Yeah, they don't know for sure. That yeah. She yeah. Died necessarily. They at least they it's not like one of those things where she, he gets a call and it's like, oh, God, like, how could this pass possibly happen? Like, I feel like most of the audience is like, she dead. Like, yeah. what's going on? There? I mean, they presume that it's like because after this scene, they're in like the that uh, gymnasium. Yeah. Uh, the, the with like all the pictures, yeah, mm-hmm. and they are crying. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, but like more, eh, I guess. I like was trying not, to think. They're from, not crying like, oh, she's gone, like missing. Yeah. She, they're crying like, oh, she passed. Yeah. Yep. This is where the brother gets introduced, the <laughs> unemployed college graduate. Yep. yep. Um, and I, I guess this is also sort of where the aunt gets introduced. Yep. I, I don't uh, think in, she, in, person. in person. In person. Yeah, in person. Yeah, in person. Yeah, that's what that's what she could, like comes into it and. Mm-hmm. Bong Joon-ho just loves a sloppy, dysfunctional family. And this scene is, yeah, they're crying so much. And it's, you know, you, you feel for him, but it's so funny. Yeah. It's definitely overacting. And it's just like the making a spectacle and they're like kind of wrestling on the ground. And for some reason, news people are taking pictures of them. Yeah. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if this is a South Korean, like, like media thing or if this is just like localization issues from like you know south korean movies to to english language but like a lot of i haven't seen a ton of south korean media i've seen the same south korean media probably as like the average american which is squid game parasite this game or this movie and a bunch of uh k-pop um <laughs> so i just find me that i feel like in all those their exposition is delivered very like 
slap in the face like levels of just like like you think about back to squid game where the guy like like over and over again talks about how that guy is like first in his class in the korean mit or whatever it's like this guy's first he's so smart like i feel like this scene is like the number one like everyone's walking in it's like it's like oh look the college graduate's here he's got a drinking problem like they mad at this guy because like they're just screaming exposition at each other while crying i mean no one says that he has a drinking problem oh he He just walks it's yeah. just down and drink. Yeah. They're yeah. showing that he has a drink. Yeah, they're problem. showing it. I will say, T- show, don't yeah. tell. We, we all like so. And they did also bring up before uh, the daughter brought up that he does have a drinking problem. Yeah. She can smell the uh, the alcohol on him on uh, take your dad to work day. Yes. <laughs> but he still showed up at least. Yes. Even though from the back of the room, everyone can smell the alcohol on him. <laughs> yeah. So that scene sort of culminates in the guy who's trying to be all official walking in and slipping <laughs> yep. and standing up like nothing happened, just trying to play it off and uh, doing nothing to calm the populace. Well, he yelled, don't uh, everybody stay calm while, while, while he's setting an alarm off and sent like a hundred more people uh, into the room. And before that, he was they like, start, like gassing the room. Yeah. Also. <laughs> before that, he was like, can you give us an explanation? It was like, uh, uh, the news should have something on. Yeah. Let me go find it. Yeah, the news isn't on right now. <laughs> Shit. That whole scene where they were like trying to like, conti- like grab people to like decan- uh, decontaminate them just reminds me of Monsters, Inc. Like as soon as they put them in that body bag thing, I was screaming 2319. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's, uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's really throughout just the, I don't know what the term would be, but the shot making, the creation of images in Bong Joon-ho movies with them just like <laughs> sticking him in the yellow yep, bag. Yeah. And he's like yelling, daddy <laughs> and stuff. And the family's just like holding on to him. Like we're going with him. Yeah. And yeah, that's just, um, oh man. It's pretty it's funny. Pretty it's just incredible shit. It's pretty funny. The government's actively gaslighting everybody in that room, and they're literally gassing the room yes. <laughs> before gas. Like gaslight, the movie obviously had come out, but gaslighting the term right. wasn't really popularized at that point. Yeah, but I mean, it's straight. Like I don't, I don't know if we've really. We keep saying, I keep saying, like a master of genre blending and stuff. But yeah, this, we're doing this for horror month. But there's also a lot of satire in this movie, and this is like you know straight. I guess you know. Kafka shit. Yep. When it's just, just like government's putting you in a bag yeah. and you're out of here. <laughs> We're going to do a lot of tests on you. Uh, not to just do sequentially, but I will say the next scene is probably one of my favorite shots, which is just um, the family all around like this pillar in the hospital. Uh, Dismissive doctors is like, walking by. Yeah. And He's song is just like hunched over, like still in the bag, but like it's open now. Like a banana. And yeah. it's it's probably like my favorite thing that um Bong Jin Ho does does is his cinematography is just like, how can I cram like as many characters as I can into this? Preferably all the important ones. Uh and he does it so well and it looks so great every time. There's always people huddled around something. Yes. Cell phone or cup noodles or whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, it's just all, it's just all good. I guess is, is we can save a lot of time in describing all the scenes where I'm like, it's so good. But this one, especially, I love yes, just yes. the whole tableau, there's the dismissive doctor, not even answering them walking by the first time they come back and be like, uh, yeah, you, uh, you don't eat anything. we got to do a lot of tests on you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, and then that night's when he gets the call from, uh, Hyunsu that she's in the sewer. 
It's a big one. Yep. That's all they get out because it's set up earlier. Her phone sucks. It doesn't get a signal anywhere. <laughs> and that sort of sets off them knowing she's still alive. Everyone, the all kinds of different authorities can, trying to convince them that she's not. Them eventually needing to break out of the government's control to go find her themselves, which is pretty much the rest of the movie. Yep. Um, the breakout's fun. The breakout, breakout's my favorite scene, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, them like in the hallway and then going, especially when they go into the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, of just like the dysfunctionality of the whole family yeah. just really They're playing just out weird. there. Yeah. It really they turns c- into like a little Miss Sunshine scene for yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought, uh, for me, it uh, came out more like a uh, Coen Brothers scene of just like, oh, they're oh, just yeah. bad criminals. Yeah. Uh, they don't know what they're doing and they're bumbling through it. Leaving the sister behind. Because yeah. yeah. she's she too slow. Run. She won't run. <laughs> she's yeah. Yeah. She just takes too long. <laughs> It's it's very funny. And then the cop uh, who was, oh my god, the cat yeah, yeah. pushes him down. Uh, That's fine. I mean, you already described the scene where he's putting the phone in his mouth, but he's yep. doing that while inside a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, which is also a great look. Um, and then I love that scene ends with seemingly organized crime people charging the dad for lots and lots <laughs> yep. of services rendered. Eleven thousand dollars, I think, came out too. Yeah. Yep. And so he pawned off all their assets besides the one thing that they still had was the the uh, the coins that Songango was saving yep. up to buy his daughter's cell phone, uh, which they get rid of pretty quickly, too, because they get stopped by someone and they're just like, just take these coins and they keep driving. <laughs> well, take this bag. And then he found yeah. that it was a bunch of coins. Yeah. But he didn't let, like he let, he let him go. It's <laughs> fine. Enough to buy a cell phone. Yeah. Not really. Um, yeah. Then they're kind of on their own for a while, and then the dad dies. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Well, we do have that really great uh, scene of them in like the uh, the food truck. There's a lot of good stuff that happens there. Yeah, I was just being silly. I know because but we keep talking about like we're not going to go thing by thing. I don't. I don't we just kind of started that way, and I kind of wanted to bring up a lot of the stuff I wanted well, to bring up yeah. was kind of <laughs> in those scenes. I, I think we all like a lot of these scenes, and it just makes sense to talk about them in order sometimes. Yeah. But this is great when he, he keeps falling asleep and I guess <laughs> it, this is what happens if you don't get enough protein in your youth. <laughs> but he, we didn't find out that he he looked like a smart kid when he was young. Because he knew directions. <laughs> they thought he well, knew directions. They, they knew asked him for directions because <laughs> he looked smart. Yeah. Not when, that he was. Yeah. But yeah, his mom was in the picture and the dad was a bad dad who also yeah. wasn't around that much. And I assume they're like um, his two siblings are just half of them, half siblings. Um, I don't know if they're half siblings. They're definitely younger. They don't have the same um, like last name, right? Yeah. They're both um, Park or whatever. Yeah, they're both Parks. And uh, oh, he's a Park too. Okay, never mind. Yeah. They're both noms. So that's, I thought maybe that was a connection too, but because it's Nam Lee and Nam Do. I don't know. They might be twins. Maybe. I don't remember if that was insinuated. I don't know. I don't know, actually. I have no idea. Well, yeah, so, yeah, uh, I don't know I'll, Korean I'll naming convention own, past the last name or the family name is the first name and the hyphenated second name is their whatever the first name is. I favorite. <laughs> the given name. That's the thing I was looking for. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I I really like that the siblings were falling asleep while the dad was giving the exposition, like the extremely important <laughs> exposition. <laughs> like they're just falling asleep the whole time. Yeah. 
But he says, "Be nice to the, be nice to Gangdu. He's, he's trying. It's not his fault. He's seemingly narcoleptic. Yep. Even though he immediately will get the father killed, like within the next ten minutes. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. after, after this big speech that he yep. he really fucks over his dad. I knew as soon as he gave him that gun, it's like that's not gonna have any bullets. That's absolutely yeah. not yeah. gonna have anything, and he's gonna die because of it. And low. <laughs> the whole sequence is." I mean, yeah, I guess we're just doing this in order. Whatever. It's a really good movie with really good sequences. Yeah. But it's he's, not our fault it makes that. it makes sense for this movie. Like it feels natural to go in order for this movie. He's he's it turns out that uh Gangdu is awake and he's like, It's watching us. And he's just staring out the window and the thing's just there. <laughs> just it's drinking. Just, yeah, just there, just drinking. Um and they kind of almost shoot it or whatever. This is after a scene that you've seen the daughter in the sewer. Where she was pretending to be dead. Mm. Yes. So I always think, is it pretending to be dead when it's just sort of on its back and not moving until the other brother shoots it again? My guess is that it was probably was kind of just hurt. I don't think it was pretending. And then when it got shot, it was like, because it, it got Did shot it again. It just like stops moving kind of. Yeah. So I don't know. Good chance that it's never been shot before. That too. <laughs> also, it's just doing its thing. Yeah. They should relocate it to a place where it can do these kinds of things. <laughs> uh, it's not its fault. It got so big. It has a lot of legs. God lot forbid of a fish have hobbies. Too. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's not like it's like monster sized, but it's not like Godzilla sized. Mm-hmm. It's treatable. Yeah. It's the size of like most moose. Yeah. Yeah, actually. You see moose out there, the only megafauna huge. left in North America. Yeah, they're like uh, they're like monsters, moose. moose Basically, moose. they're giant. Yeah, mooses. I think it actually is the plural. Oh, okay. For, weirdly. <laughs> so uh, anyway, like rip. we said, he, he messes up the bullets. Yeah, rip to both that character and the actor who played him. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, was he the one who passed he away? Passed, he passed okay. away uh, like literally September like 11? 18th this yeah. year. Oh, wow. Uh, let's get Very name. recently. How old was he? Byun Hee Bong. He was 81. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think he does a really good job in this movie. Oh, I love him in this movie. Yeah. He's great. He's, he's out about halfway in, but makes an impact. I think everyone's killing in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the family essentially separates until the very end of this point. Um, I like seeing them have to like each like work separately though. Yeah. Well, two of them work separately. One of them takes a nap <laughs> in, a, in a hole for a while. <laughs> but then she goes, she gets to the sewer after one of the brothers tells her exactly where to go. Yeah. <laughs> but she's been looking around. Yeah. We, yeah. Were, we were joking. She has um, a lot of arrows. She's catched. So um, Chekhov's can't fire arrows in time hits because she's yeah. like aiming at the monster and the monster like body checks her into like a sewer like it's it's hard to explain without seeing it but it's basically just like a reservoir within the sewer yeah. that's like very thin and basically it's not that long of a fall she probably falls about like five to ten feet and the monster can't fit into it so the monster just kind of looks at it like sticks his weird tongue down there and it's like nah, i can't get down there and moves on and then like 30 more minutes of the movie pass and then she wakes up and we were joking that it was literally like a video game respawn event like she basically <laughs> just wakes up gets out of the hole and the, and the monster's just charging at her <laughs> It seems like a safe scum. <laughs> Makes the right call to hide that time and yep. then sees her brother running exactly. by also. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, Gangdu gets captured, I yep. guess you'd say. Yeah. Um, well, he tries uh, to, like, while while kinda... this is all going on, they're all fugitives and they're all on like, you know, 
the most all, most wanted on the news. Because they have a virus in them. Yes. They're the host of a virus. Of- yep. Because uh, the government's lying about virus stuff. <laughs> no, I think it's real. I think the virus yeah. is real. You guys don't believe in the virus? <laughs> to cover up that America did some bad stuff to the water. <laughs> I've I also I've also been in the spot where Gangdu gets uh captured. We've all been there where like you you like try to run away and realize there's no <laughs> place to go and then you're just kinda like ah you got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, he uh, does like start to yeah. run, and then he just turns around. He's like, "They have guns. They're gonna get." <laughs> so I, my internal thinking of that was that he was just like he just lost his dad. Like yeah. he probably was like, "I want to go back to my dad." Well, he covers his dad's face yeah. with like a newspaper, yeah, and then and he, he like looks back and he's still crying. He kind of like yeah. scampers away, but then realizes he's got nowhere to really scamper to, and then just yeah. kind of turns oh, around I, and puts I his hands up. The, uh, the scamper. Yeah, I just yeah. thought like he wanted to like. I, I can't leave my dad like this. I know I just put the newspaper on his face, but yeah. like his, his his dad just died yeah. because of him. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm yeah. just saying that it was funny that he ran away from his dad and then turned around and came back and was just like, ah, yeah, shit. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, you briefly think maybe they believe him. They're there. He's not. He's not taking the anesthetic, so he's yep. still awake while they're doing tissue samples and yep. shit. He's in a lot of pain. Uh, then the American doctor with the lazy eye comes in. Tim Robinson. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, s- seemingly is like, you know, on not necessarily on his side because he's obviously just immediately giving off creepy vibes, but talking to him as though he thinks that his daughter might be alive still. Mm. But then he's just like, oh yeah, definitely the virus is in his brain because this man has dementia. Yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the translation line that the that the guy says? Because I, I remember laughing at that part where he's like, no one's fucking listening to me. Yeah. Like yeah. And the translator's just like, no one's fucking <laughs> listening. <laughs> like very <laughs> flatly, like a translator would. Right. Yeah. No one fucking listens to me. <laughs> don't don't cut off my words. Our words too. Or don't don't cut me off. My words are words too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no one listens to him. So he uh, undergoes more shit. Uh, but after overhearing the doctor tell the other doctor that there is no virus, he speaks no, no virus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's those are at least like some pretty translatable keywords. I yeah. feel like yeah. you maybe would just pick up <laughs> no and virus. virus. <laughs> Contextually, it makes a lot of sense that he'd know those, I suppose. And. Then uh, even though he now knows there's no virus, <laughs> no one believes him as they strap him in and drill into, drill his, into brain. his brain. Yeah. Just the one place where it can be. Yeah. That's <laughs> in the, the frontal lobe. Must be there. Uh, fucked up that the doctor was like, he could have picked a different part in his body if he knew there wasn't any virus. <laughs> Didn't have to go in his brain. <laughs> I guess he did. Whatever. It's yeah. Americans. <laughs> and the, the view of Americans stationed in Korea, I guess. Um, yeah, but he wakes up after the surgery, holds, uh, nurse at, uh, disease Three. point. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I got a bunch of virus here. I'll spray it all over you. Who wants it? Yeah. Who wants some virus? Goes outside, realizes he's just like in a storage container and people are having like a barbecue outside. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of American soldiers just like eating ribs or whatever. The kicks over all the Which is a good move. And then he just runs off. And he can't run that fast, so no one chased him. No, he got into an ambulance. Oh. Yeah, he stole, he stole yeah, an ambulance. I was, I was yep. taking notes. 
When there wasn't subtitles, I was like, I take notes. <laughs> uh, yeah. All the while, like we said, the sister is kind of, she wakes up in a bridge truss and then uh, walks around until she gets a, uh, knocked into the sewer yep. grate yep. or whatever. Um, as she's getting a text message or right after she gets a text message from her brother who has some spy shit going on. He meets up with an old friend. <laughs> Works old, at a telephone company? Yeah. The old His friend's name like, was like Fat Guevara or yeah, something like, like that. Fat Guevara. <laughs> uh, you should have contacted me a while ago. And the friend's being really shady about where his sister is. <laughs> and uh, yeah, of course, he brings him up to the office and he's like, oh, I got to go over here. And over there is a bunch of police or <laughs> medical emergency personnel. It's all sort of one bureaucratic melange yeah. of all sectors of the government uh conspiring to control the populace the i i did love the uh the line with like the does the reward money get taxed and they're like oh it's a write-off like, don't <laughs> yeah. it's, an, it's an exemption on yeah. extra income yeah, or, or bonus income or whatever they say uh and then <laughs> i like that he he gets the location he figures out what bridge it is then he like really slowly wraps that paper clip around the plug <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Plugs in, the lights go out, he escapes. Really good trick. I'm, yeah, I, I know. I don't think I'm ever going to use it in my life, but if I do need to, I know about it. And you believe it too, because you're because it's like, it's sort of hinting throughout. This guy just kind of sucks and lost motivation or ambition now. But 10 years ago, he was a real like hellion out on the streets. I mean, he he did bring democracy to North uh, South Korea. <laughs> that homeless guy compliments his... Molotov cocktail technique. Yep. It's like this guy's got magic hands or whatever he says. Um, oh, I did like him when the homeless guy smashed the bottle <laughs> on his head. Yes. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of his escape. He ends up falling off a bridge. We don't catch up with him for a while, but I like I like in that scene real, real quick when when he's outside. He basically like gets outside the glass doors and then locks them all in. And then like the irony of like them thinking they're locking up like a a pandemic you know like starting person and they're all slamming on like the the glass door trying to get him and he's the one like on the outside i don't know if that was done on purpose probably but like i just thought it was kind of like a cool visual of like all the people smashing if i know one thing about bong jun ho is that it was definitely done on purpose. yeah (laughs) it's good stuff um and then i guess the next major action if because this is what we're doing again (laughs) uh gang do makes it to the sewer after his daughter tried to escape. Um, we, we kind of passed over before the dad dies. There's the little kid and his dad, the dad gets ganked, but the little kid survives. And oh, escape. I thought that was like his older brother. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think he was an orphan and like only kids. had a brother. He's definitely older. Yes. <laughs> definitely two older. people with different ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just assumed it was a dad. There's a lot of failing dads in, uh, <laughs> Bong Joon-ho's movies. Yeah. He, he has a, he has a line where he said he had a brother or something like that. Okay, and no gotcha. parents. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. They said he has a, I had a brother and then it cuts to her looking at the, the dead kid. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. But anyway, when the daughter tries to escape, this scene's really good. Oh man. That yes. was such a good scene. That might be my favorite scene where she makes that jump and then she realizes the tails around her and yeah. puts her down slowly. Oh man. That was, that was a great reveal. Yeah. yeah. That, I think yeah. that might be my favorite scene. She gets on the rope and you're like, yes. And then she's like, when she takes her, she realizes like she doesn't have any weight on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're just like, Oh, fuck. such a great scene. And you see its eyes like there. Yeah. Just waiting for her to make a move. And uh, she doesn't quite make it back in time. But uh, Song Kang-ho shows up not that long after 
Oh, also, I mean, we could we could at least talk about the monsters like eating is like is like eating humans, but like kind of just regurgitating them full mm-hmm. into this little sewer pit. And like for a while, like every time there's a new body, like the daughter's like, hey, like, are you alive or not? Because sometimes they're not, you know, yeah. oh, this <laughs> one has a working cell phone. And then the last time the thing comes back, it just drops, I don't know, 40 people's worth of bones <laughs> down. Yeah. It's almost like. The monsters are like, oh, I could have could have been eating these guys the whole time. It was way better. I just like gumming them up. Yeah, like I was gumming them up. Turns out when you eat them, you feel a lot better. You just saving snacks for later. Yeah, it's like a hamster. Well, the first time I watched it, I was like a Whoa, moment. It's yeah. like, oh, it's doing a lot more than it really yeah. is. Quite also, I, I mean, I know he's a monster, but I don't think like putting all your bones where you put all your like, body that you're gonna eat is a great idea. Like. Keep them separate. Yeah, especially because we know we can't break down bones because he just spit out all those bones. Yeah. So you got to get bones back in your mouth. Like he might accidentally chew up a bone when he's like getting a new uh, body in his yep. body. Classic mistake. Classic mistake. So, um, yeah, Gang Two's there. He's he's hanging on the rope. There's that great shot of him like hanging on the rope and yelling. Yep. Um, and then he sees the monster walk. Across the gate, great above him, with his daughter's arm hanging out of its mouth, and uh, he starts running after it. That's when he bumps back into his sister, the the brother who was with his new homeless friend that hit him with the bottle. And then it was like, yeah, I got nothing to do today. I'll go with you. Um, they're on their way there too. They get dropped off near the demonstration, but the brothers running across the bridge. They basically all meet up on that bridge. Sonico jumps off. The monster attacks like the demonstration place where Agent Yellow is, goes off, stuns him, etc. Starts to demeculize him because yeah. some fishes that were a part of his body start falling off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sequence is great. I, I love the kind of um, sort of gonzo bizarre look of the thing dispersing the Agent Yellow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's very, uh, I don't know, in this kind of suspended or I guess like slightly heightened reality. It makes sense. I guess that that's, they're like Americans have had a lot of success with this thing. And it looks like a fucking, you know, somebody way too into yellow submarine (laughs) (laughs) and that particular art style made it. But um, yeah, this sequence is good. Yes. uh, I, again, it it, uh, gives like a moment for each of the uh, kids to like have the, like to attack the monster. Mm hmm. Um, each one I thought was really fun and entertaining. And their nameless homeless friend eventually. Yeah. 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 Who, who climbs up a grate and just dumps a bunch of gas <laughs> that the monster likes. The monster's like, ooh, I'm going to drink all this gas. Well, the monster thinks it's raining. I was like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have any of that Han River. I'm about to say. Finally some good that. fucking food. <laughs> uh, yeah. And while the brother was very good at making Molotov cocktails, he misses with every single one. Yep. Gets really close, though. It seems like a monster back there. Right? He, he got he so close with all of them. I... I lost my absolute shit when he was going to throw the final one and it was slow motion and it was great and it just falls behind him. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do love the way that he like lights a new one. Like he twirls around with it in his hands. That just looks great. I know he's just doing it for show because he's like, yeah. this looks cool. 
fantastic subversion to have like the monsters covered in gasoline literally has its mouth open like you just figure slam dunk this yes, is the end of the movie and he just drops it. Yep, just slow shit. motion drops the last <laughs> yeah. one you think he's gonna hit it and your immediate thought is like well yeah his homeless friend was probably not expecting it to be this long and like <laughs> that guy's that guy's about to get eaten yeah and that homeless guy is probably thinking like I just wasted a whole tank of gas. <laughs> Wasn't well, easy to get this. Was he, yeah, where did he get it from? <laughs> um, and uh, of course, the sister steps in, takes the shot, hits it right in the eye. Hits, hits it right in the eye. She yells, I won't hesitate, bitch. As she <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reads her it's Miranda rights. <laughs> High five, Shang Tana. Shoots off Rob Riggle's dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was a little weird that they kept humping the monster afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, especially like what just happened. Yeah. And they just realized and they're too busy humping and, it. And then having having the corpse do the Michigan J Frog Hello my baby hello Manani was kind of a weird choice too. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I was really liking this movie up until yeah. the, that point. Oh, I really ruined the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, probably worth mentioning that uh, Song Kang Ho did pull out the two kids yep. from its mouth uh, before it's set on fire and before it's attacked. Really, and before it's attacked, yeah. It's just it seems to just be like stunned, like you said. The fish start falling off of yeah, it, yeah, um, stunned or it's getting you know chucked or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pulls them out, and, and his daughter is dead, but the kid seems to just be unconscious but alive. Uh, after it's set on fire, I like. He, he gets that pole because he's mad that he killed his daughter. <laughs> Understandable. He like breaks it off the on both ends to make a spear. Then he like steps out from behind that pillar, just impales it. Yep. I'd love that he like had to use like his palm for that too. Yeah, it shows the yep. circle on his palm. It looks this movie looks cool. <laughs> it's very early digital colors in I guess what's that like oversaturated or yeah. like really bright or whatever. Feels not obviously doesn't look like collateral, but like same kind of time period, right? I think. Yeah, it's like that's uh, that's two thousand four for collateral. Yeah, almost like that, like snatch guy Richie filter. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. I'm assuming this was on digital. I guess I didn't actually check. My guess is probably yeah. I mean, if they're making it was done on like a small budget, so it would right. make sense. Yeah, with all the CGI they got to do and, and yeah, all yeah, the yeah. color stuff that they do. But um, something it just looks great. It does. It just works. And yeah, that's pretty much it for the monster. It dies. Rip monster. It has like a boss death animation kind of thing. (laughs) Falls to the ground. And next thing you see, he's doesn't have blonde hair anymore. Right. Yep. He doesn't have blonde hair. Yeah. He cuts his hair to show time has passed. Yep. (laughs) And it's snowing again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's winter. Uh, he seems to have maybe unofficially or maybe officially adopted the kid that survived. <laughs> and uh, he, th- he thinks he hears a thing looking out at the river, reaches for the gun, but there's nothing there. Uh, they have some dinner and ignore the news. Yep. <laughs> well, an American at a podium says that um, all the aftermath was caused by misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <sighs> and he's awake while the kid's asleep, so yes. he can't fall asleep anymore. Yep. Exactly. They share food. I like that the kid it. says we should concentrate on eating, yeah. <laughs> which is something I don't do enough. Of. I yeah, do I love. It. I do love really. Um, 
like he says the kid's like fast asleep like eyes closed snoozing <laughs> and as soon as he in like a normal voice is like food's ready the kid just shoots <laughs> up ready to eat like he wasn't actually sleeping <laughs> i was just pretending until we ate it <laughs> that's literally what it seemed like it probably was just not good acting on the child but like it was still really funny yeah 100%. I picked up on that too. Yeah, it was so funny. Hundo <laughs> percent. So we've talked a lot about like all the comedy woven through it, but like, yeah, his, the daughter does die. And yeah. She is like a pretty big character. We didn't really thread it through, but it's going back to looking at her situation a lot while she's in the sewer. And it seems like she's like pretty capable and does almost like get out herself. Yeah. If she just figured out how much more clothes she needed to like make the rope. I know. Or, yeah, just wait and build up clothes until you don't need to jump, you know. Because I think there was the little, monster. The little kid was dying, so she was in a yeah. Also, the, the, latest, the latest deposit was a bunch of bones. So. <laughs> well, I, I, I think there was the still monster some bodies got smart. He's like, I can't send any more hoodies down there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stack up the bodies, you think? Climb them? It's messed up. <laughs> I feel like, it, hey, like straight, man. not not that this is something I'm familiar with, but I feel like stacking bodies and trying to balance on them would probably not be an easy thing to do either. No, no. Jenga style. I got a three and then yep. three this way. Yep. That first bodies, guy'd be a great base. He's a big guy. Bodies are heavy. Yeah. Sounds like a 12 year old. She has a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. And she can use the rope she has for leverage. Uh, but she didn't do that. And so she's dead now. <laughs> So and fault. now she is sad. Yeah. Sounds like a skill issue. Uh, okay, so we did go through the plot pretty specifically, <laughs> but that's okay because it's a good movie. A lot of sequences, as said earlier. Uh, larger stuff. Obviously, a lot of shit going on around the edges in the subtext and straight up in the text quite often. It's not always all that subtle, um, but I think humor helps to balance out the bluntness of some of the messaging. Uh, I don't know if we specifically called out the environmentalism either, but obviously don't pollute the river (laughs) (laughs) seems to be a big one. They also make the protesters kind of shitty, like not shitty, like like they're yeah, like not like the protesters are doing like shitty things, but more just like how inept and yeah, the protesters are kind of just performative. Yeah, they're young. They just they think they're doing something and they're not. It's 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 not optimistic. (laughs) Yeah. The government is also very inept and mm-hmm. sucks and is, you know, just uh, ineffective bureaucrats who are seemingly completely under the thumb of the U.S. Mm-hmm. I, I did read that uh, North Korea loves this movie yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because of completely unsurprising reasons of it just dunks on America and South Korea the whole time. Yeah, uh, Bong Joon-ho said it wasn't necessarily an anti-American movie, but that certainly is woven into mm-hmm. it. Uh, a lot of American antagonism after that incident and, the, you know, the anti-environmentalism of pouring a bunch of fucking formaldehyde into the river. Not to mention Apollo Ono cutting off that South Korean speed skater in 2002. That was just rude. Yeah, it's probably on their minds. <laughs> I do remember there was a vote. I don't know. It must have been like right after that. And it was like, who's the most hated person in South Korea? And Osama bin Laden was two. And Apollo Ono was one. (laughs) That was really funny. (laughs) 
It's like, yeah, that guy might have taken down two towers in America, but at least he didn't cut off <laughs> a South Korean skater in the Olympics. Well, how often do they get to go to the, the Olympics, especially the Winter Olympics, the one everyone loves? <laughs> Jeez. That, maybe they feel they, they just hosted, right? So they maybe it's all good now. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think they hosted the last Winter Olympics, right? Yeah. So you mentioned a couple times throughout the two Bong movies you've seen, this mm. the host and Parasite. Obviously, with the name, there's a connection. Yep. Um, and then in a lot of other ways, there's a connection too. It's just, some of it's sort of just the pet ideas and topics that Bong Juno likes talking about, but it's also Song Kang Ho as the a father figure in a dysfunctional family who fucks up. Yep. <laughs> um and pretty fucking bleak ending. Yep. After making Snowpiercer in Okja, Bong Juno went back to South Korea to make Parasite and made what he intended to be a very specific to South Korea and the anxieties, specifically the economic anxieties of middle and lower class people at the time. Um, and after seeing how many people around the world related to it, he said, I thought it was making a movie for South Korea, but I realized we're all living in the same country called capitalism. Yep. <laughs> um, that's running through this movie too. Yep. Uh, it's not just the kind of imagery of riots and people wearing masks and a lot of stuff about misinformation, a lot of stuff about the spread of viruses that feels familiar to us here is also, you know, these people are not considered really at the same level as other people in their community, in their city. Um, by the government, they're considered like less than nothing, expendable. They're just made to be criminals when, what did they do? They didn't really do anything. No real person involved. Exactly, yeah. Um, so just some, just a family of like, Kind of scam artists, not that far away. Uh, with again, Song Kang Ho at the home. Um, you've seen a few more, right? You've seen at least Memories of Murder. I've seen Memories of Murder, uh, this Parasite, Okja, and Snowpiercer. Yeah. Uh, I still have more to see, obviously. But yeah, yeah. Uh, mother, uh, biting barking dogs never bite. Yep. Um, I think there's one more you're missing, right? It is literally just barking. Or, um, yeah, it's just the movies you mentioned. You didn't miss any. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Barking Dogs Never Bite, Memories of a Murder, Host, and Mother, Snowpiercer, Okja, Parasite. Is his newest movie going to be called Mickey 17? It is. Pattinson. Robert. Yep. Bob, back at it. Bobby Pats. <laughs> Though I, I will, I mean, I, I kind of wish he did more Korean stuff because I, uh, his American stuff has been a little, I mean, it's not, it's still good, but it's still yeah. like not as good. I like Robert Pattinson as an actor. Same. Um, probably more than Chris Evans, <laughs> who didn't know. This was like a recent quote, I think. Chris Evans said he didn't realize that uh, Snowpiercer was about like inequalities in society. <laughs> was he? I mean, yeah, there's, there's like literal gears that are lubricated by the blood of poor kids. <laughs> But <laughs> but he didn't get it. All right. He seems to be a dumb man. You know, I'm fine with him being kind of dumb. He he seems at least harmless. He's a himbo. Yeah. 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 Classic Boston dude. We we love him. <laughs> 
The reason I keep saying Bong Joon-ho's or the host, parentheses 2006, is because we didn't address this. We probably don't have to, but there's a million movies named Host or the Host. I actually, I accidentally watched all of the Stephanie Meyer hosts instead. <laughs> I wanted to rewatch it so bad because yeah. I was obsessed with Twilight when I was a preteen because I was prime age for it, and I was so excited when Stephanie Meyer came out with another book that wasn't Twilight. And the movie came out and it was god awful. And I want to go back and watch to see how bad it was. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's got real jumper vibes from the from the. It kind of uh, does. <laughs> we should step back from the ledge, my Four friend. Four-time Academy Award nominee, Sir Ronan in it. <laughs> Not the jumper I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh what? <laughs> You're talking about the song, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I was talking about the uh, what's a Hayden, Hayden Christensen, Christensen Sam Jackson, <laughs> Rachel Bilson. He's making funnies over I here. I don't know. We're doing goofs. No. We're goofing it up. <laughs> so, goofing. Anyway, all that to say, like, and it's not like they all came out a while ago. I feel like there's pretty consistently a movie named Host or The Host yeah. every couple of years. The I mean, one the Stephanie Meyer one came out in 2013? 2013. Yeah, there was yeah. A, the, uh, the horror movie came out in 2020. 2020, the, yeah. the Zoom one that's supposed to scientifically be the most scary movie. <laughs> seven years, every seven years, there has to be a movie called The Host yeah. or Host. I think that one's under an hour long, but apparently pretty good. And yeah. it's like the only like video conference movie that apparently works. Yeah. Most of them it's, don't. There's a lot that came out. It's supposed to be really, really good. Like <laughs> Looking at where's the jump for that movie was fun because it's literally just like Every 46, 47, yeah. 49, 49 again. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all you can do with that premise. Yeah. Just yeah. about. But it's done. It's, it's yeah. one of those movies where jump scares are done so well, despite having so many, because it's literally the point. Definitely, I feel like the first Shutter original I can remember kind of breaking through into like, you know, the podcasts I listen to, being like, "You guys got to check this out." Mm. Uh, well, let's get into ratings for real this time. Uh, uh, so, from point five to five on any scale you're choosing, besides stars, what would you give Bong Joon Ho's 2006 masterpiece, The Host? I can start, I guess. Yeah. All right. Uh, I I would give it four point five out of five. Uh, U.S. did nothing wrong. <laughs> nice. Do you have one? I got one. Uh, I'm gonna give it four delayed archery shots <laughs> out of five. Um, four out of five underage drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Uh, this one is a five squid legs out of five for me. <laughs> a whole point better than uh, 21 Jump Street. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so, yeah. Well, and as we discussed on that one, that was like if they had both gone four, I'd have gone 3.5. It was a classic 3.75 is 21 Jump Street. Ugh. But rules are rules. Yep. So... The movie would have had a lot different score if this room did that one instead of you, Greg and Ray. <laughs> I mean, I would give it four stars. Uh, oh, that's an easy five for me. Yeah, oh, 22 Drum Street's an easy five is for me. That's, that, I, really I, need, I need room to go up because I do think 22 is better. I think it's like a four, five, and then a five situation, to be honest. I think 20? it's a five and a 5.5 5 for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Meltzer ratings. We can't do that here. Those are perfect comedies. At, uh, what do you guys think should be, before I exit the show, the <laughs> connective tissue for this month? It's going to be non-English horror. It can be related to that. Maybe I'll just be like, um, y'all believe in paranormal shit? 
Nope. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I, I like to, like, if I'm, like, in, like, a scary place, I like to be like, ooh, what is it? Is it a ghost? Um, but, like, uh, no, not really. I don't know. I don't think so. No? <laughs> my mom's really into it. Um, My mom, well, she's really into, like, mediums and that stuff, which... Okay. There's been enough medium stuff that I've been like, huh, maybe, but, like, I feel like it's just really good cold reading in the same way that, like, uh, in the same way that, like, magicians seem like they're actually doing shit yeah i don't know i'm really into it but i don't believe in it the only like medium thing is that um this is a wild story but um my mom when she was like 16 7 no actually no she i think she was 18 because it was right before she um she fled cuba she had like a neighbor who i think was delphi but she like gave literally gave her a reading before running away where she told my mom it's like you're gonna meet a guy he's gonna look like this he's gonna be this much older than you your firstborn's gonna be a girl and she's gonna be this you're gonna have a second born uh boy five years later and it literally all came true <laughs> like it was absolutely nuts my mom was like that's literally why i believe in like the supernatural because <laughs> everything that woman said came true i think she was half blind too like it was nuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there you, go. there you go yeah i feel like so the question i'm gonna retroactively adjust to say do you believe in the supernatural and or have you ever had some kind of encounter or run-in with supernatural stuff, like uh, Aaron Rodgers seeing a UFO type, uh, <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> we did have we did have the manifestation of Loki happen when we were trying to move oh, into God. our Norton apartment, but I think that was just a little girl with a dog she couldn't control. <laughs> yeah, but she never she oh, so like we were having the worst time moving in, and this little girl was just an agent of chaos with her dog that she couldn't control. The it dog kept been, trying to come in. Yeah, she, the girl like, was like five, and she had a dog on the leash she couldn't control, and she kept walking up to us and be like, "Oh, hey, you guys moving in?" And the dog was like. Like running into our apartment and stuff. She like wouldn't like, leave the parking space that we were trying to get into. Yeah. And then we literally the and then we literally never saw her again. My dad actually kind of was mean to her because he just couldn't take it anymore. He was just, <laughs> like we were trying to get stuff out of my car and the dog started like jumping into my car and he was just like, you need to leave. <laughs> like, you, where's your parents? Like she was yeah. just walking around with a dog she couldn't control. Yeah, we, and then we, we never, never saw, saw her again. again. We never saw that dog even being walked by like another human. She was just gone. Yep. And we've lived so we there think for three lucky. years. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. God. Cute dog. It was a cute dog. It was a golden retriever puppy. Yeah. For me, um, there was this weird thing that I had to do in college where I was working at not the main radio station on campus. Um, oh, yeah, the B. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. But like this, this one that was just doing talk stuff. And there was like community members could have a show. So I was producing a show that was all like kind of new agey and spiritual. But um, I think twice a month on Fridays or Thursdays or something, um, he would have a medium or a psychic or someone like that come in and do readings for people that would call in on the phone. And then afterwards we'd hang out and they would just like do readings for us too. And I was like, nothing I ever put that much weight in, but it was sort of just like, why not? I'm here already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This they, this is a thing that's usually charged for, and I'm a broke college student, so yeah, I'll take a coupon. You're 20 years old. Yeah, why not? Seven o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> right? Yeah, let's get let's get let's get your palm read or something. Mm. And for the most part, it is just sort of intuitive cold reading. Mm. Um, it's a lot like uh, it has a lot in common with 
like therapy speak. Yeah. Um, not necessarily like real world therapists or like good ones that you'd talk to, like but people like tricking, who know the terms. Yeah, it's almost like tricking you into saying things for them. Like you'll be like, ooh, feeling yes. a little like, I feel like you're tense lately because of something. And then you'll be like, well, I do have a test tomorrow, you know, like, and then it's like, yeah. oh, I'm gets what must be I'm picking up. <laughs> so the, the important earlier note was I was working at this radio station, not the main one. Yeah. Um, someone came in and said, and this was in over the winter. Sometime in spring, you're going to go to a for work. You're going to go to a convention in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Between then and uh, May, I got a new job at the main radio station, um, and then as assistant program director, was sent to a convention in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the time I was like, "What was she cooking?" <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I don't know who told you that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's an intuitive guess if you know the sitch. But if you don't know the sitch, how can you no, pull that one? This wasn't someone who like worked with the radio yeah, station. I mean. This was yeah. just like a random, yeah. not super random, but like a, a medium or psychic yeah. that he like pulled in from a nearby community. And yeah, my mom so. had one of those. Yeah, my mom had one of those, which is so I think specific. I think part of the reason that she's really into it was basically I won't go into the whole thing, um, but. Uh, my 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 um mom's mom my grandmother who died before i was born um had a lot left unsaid with my mom i'll just put it that way and uh in um she went to a medium and it was literally like she was like oh like it was like um i have someone named joey who's looking for the nurse and my mom was there with her sisters and my one of my aunts is a nurse and Joey was her cousin who had passed away and it's like she's literally dragging some woman like he's literally dragging some woman out here to talk to you or something it's like it was the grand it was my grandmother my mom's mom and like she just laid out like 10 years of therapy <laughs> like for, like psychically for my mom basically all at once yeah 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 <laughs> Um, there's like a 20% chance my dad just sent like a packet of information to that, to that, uh, medium just to like, be like, she's really going to need this. Like, just give it to her. But yeah. other than that, I was kind of like, yeah, no, that's kind of crazy. But yeah, I don't yeah. think you can cold read all that, but yeah. I don't know. You like, you know, you Google stuff and first stuff. Yeah. Just how, <laughs> how much was my mom filling in the blanks and she doesn't remember it? Cause again, I wasn't there. So like, I can't tell, but. Right. Yeah. 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 How much of it is leading? Yeah. Yeah, but that seems more specific than like they say. Don't worry about the money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got nothing. Damn it, nothing at all. <laughs> Not really. Oh, nothing even like like weird. from your parents or anything. I mean, I, the closest I got is like you woke when up I was and a, your shoes were in a different place. <laughs> no, like the closest is like like the X Files beyond when I was a kid, and I was like, oh, this is spooky. Yeah. <laughs> or like something's moving at night, but it's really just your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember my dad telling me ne never to fuck with a Ouija board because <laughs> uh, he and cellmates when he was in prison in Cuba used one and he and something I don't remember what he said but something happened he's like he like literally looked me in the eye he's like never fuck with a Ouija board in Spanish <laughs> and the, his cellmate is probably like hey if you have someone with a Ouija board you can just fuck with them <laughs> that is like that does seem to be a pretty messed up thing to make available to people. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's copyright. What mm -hmm. Parker Brothers Parker or Mattel like, or ha oh, it's Hasbro? Hasbro, yeah. Hasbro yeah. yeah, I mean it's it is a movie toy. too. It's uh, multiple <laughs> movies. 
The yeah. second one's by Mike Flanagan. Ouija 2. By the time from this the comes out, I don't think Fall of the House of Usher is out until maybe mid-October, but I'm really excited. October 12th, I want to say. Oh, I thought it was already out because I've been seeing reviews. I think um, the reviews just drop early for some shows. Okay. Sometimes. Yeah. I like that they're saying it's not as nuanced, but it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited. I liked Midnight Club. I loved Midnight Mass. Uh, I really only saw uh, um, Haunting on Hill House, and that's it. Okay. Um, Which I did like. Better than Bly Manor, but I thought Bly Manor was also okay. Didn't watch that. Um, Midnight Mass is maybe my favorite miniseries. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say like the recent past, but it might just be no qualifiers. It okay. might be my favorite one. Check it out. All right. All right. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's very King-y. It's very Stephen King. It's set in like a fishing community off the coast of New England. Like, <laughs> All right. Is there a lighthouse? Uh, no. Oh, get the fuck out of here. And there are, and and there they are, don't say it's Maine either. Is there a dark tower? All right. Back, back to the ending. As I said 20 minutes ago, you can find us on Linktree. Linktr.ee slash late to the movies. No numbers. Uh, thank you to the guests for being here. Sam, Bree, and Vaz. Thanks. Words. Indeed. Last um, thing, oh, before you get to your last bit, uh, Writer Strike ended. So yeah, just want to say yeah. that. We can promote writers again. Yeah. <laughs> Actors uh, will wait. Actors still can't come on the show. Yep. True Barrymore can go fuck herself. How about that? Yeah. She's, yeah. she's back on the side of the, the angels. <laughs> <laughs> she literally only had to wait a day. Folded like laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Maher also. Little baby people. <laughs> Your um, heels got canceled. Yeah, <laughs> Rip Arrow guy. Fuck him. Um, yeah, that guy sucks. Yeah. If only he cared about the writers. If only he was a good person. Cody Rhodes likes him, so he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the ticket. Um. All right. Yeah. So that's does it for the podcast. Is there another ending thing? I think we've done them all. Right. Uh, Doesn't work with the song, so it, it can't be in the it can't be in the universe. No. no. Um, I mean, normally we only do the song when it doesn't work. No, we usually do the song we when, it, like, when it weirdly work. works. We there was one time, there was, uh, for the Thin Man, I think I just said keep on rocking with the Thin Man. <laughs> There's at least one of them I said keep on rocking with the something. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Oh, how about little host, little host, the one I said. <laughs> it's a deep cut white stripe song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having us, everybody. Uh, thanks for inviting us into your ears today. Um, thanks for inviting me into your lovely home. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Someone, it's, it's weird now. I've done it two episodes in a row, and now I'm hosting one here. What? <laughs> hosting? hosting. Look out. Bombs here. Throwing vase in the river. <laughs> no. You got hosted. You got hosted. You've been hosted. Happened. That's what he said. No, we all You've heard been hosted. it. We all heard it. The monster yells, get hosted every time he throws somebody. Yeah, and I'm going to host you in the sewer. <laughs> You'll be hosted. In the same cadence as they got norted. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 Aqua got hosted. <laughs>